Hi, everyone. We have uh, Ken Backus with us today. Hi, Ken. Hey, Gabor, and uh, glad to uh, bring this presentation to everybody. So uh, welcome to everybody out there. Yeah, welcome everyone that, that, that are listening, and I hope you guys have been enjoying all the other podcast episodes. So Ken, Ken and I were talking about topics, and um, this is a good one. It's a visual eye candy. Um, we could have titled it something else too, or the title might be a little bit different that you, uh, of the podcast, but Ken is going to explain here uh, what, what he means, and, and uh, basically it's detail, obviously, but, um, and other things, and he'll, he'll further explain why it's uh, not as important for sure it's not as important in the beginning of the process of your of your creation hopefully becoming art one day so ken if you can chime in on this and and you have deep understanding of of this uh of this topic yeah uh well it's it's something that i myself struggled with for years uh, again being an illustrator if people don't know i, I worked as a designer and illustrator and then eventually uh, made the transi transition into fine art. And part of the commercial art was obviously drawing attention from the viewer, from the customer. And there's different ways you can do that through either through color or through sometimes typography, through the message itself, through the shape and through or through the graphics, through the illustration, whatever it may be. So now when I started to make that transition into fine art and started to paint landscapes, still lives, figurative work, um, that is something that I still felt was necessary. But what I, over my years of teaching, I've been probably teaching for over 25 years, what I, what, what I have come down to find, and it's something that I struggled with in the very beginning when I made the transition, is not necessarily developing the foundation of the idea or the scene to begin with. That I had all these, and sometimes people will, I hate to use that term, uh, th that those bags of tricks that we have that we can put flashy marks, colors, complementary colors. We, we load up the canvas with a lot of marks that can uh, be very stimulating to the viewer. And I refer to it as eye candy, but if it's placed down onto elements that have not been developed and as the foundation for the scene, form, shape, uh, the idea of looking for spatial arrangement in, in, in the composition itself. If a lot of these elements are not thought of to begin with, and a lot of times I'm seeing they're not, I'm seeing that immediately artists are, are placing down a certain type of brush mark and a certain type of finesse to it. And it's more technique than really honest painting of the subject matter. So I, it's something that, that I talk about when I'm, when I'm uh, working with my, with my students. And it's something that in the very beginning, it's, you know, we, we develop habits over the years of, uh, if we've been painting for two years, six months, uh, five years, 10 years, we all develop certain habits. And sometimes these habits are good. Sometimes these habits can be bad. And what I try to get uh, my students to think about in the very beginning is looking past those elements that are referred to that could be the eye candy in the painting. Look past those, develop your foundation, develop your scene uh, that has the form, the light and shadow effect 
Once you have that down, then you can go the next step and start to finesse it. And that's when you can start to put those elements that I refer to as eye candy. Some people refer to them as decoration. Sometimes they're referred to as calligraphy, uh, like uh, you'll like type type uh, uh, you know, in, on, on, a, on a surface or something. So um, it's important to first really develop those elements. Pressing, sorry, um, but I, I was thinking like a tree would be such a prime example, like a literally a simply like an oak tree, just a tree. Um, and you have splashes of fancy brushwork, whatever, on the top of this as the eye candy. But underneath it, um, if that tree, as you said, is there's not an understanding of the form itself, you can put all the fancy, you know, leaves, you know, all the eye candy on top, if, if the tree itself, as, as you just talked about form, you know, light effect, light and all these things are not understood, then then that tree will, it just will look like a cartoon. Well, it, yeah, that, it, it usually looks flat. There's yeah. no sense of looking, feeling yourself looking into the tree, yeah. past the main support system, let's say of that tree and to the yeah. other side occasionally that you can see. Yeah how that compares to something in front. We, we see everything in front. We see that window dressing. That's what we can't get past a lot of times as we see the window dressing, we, do, we keep on developing more window dressing. Let's say if it's a tree with apples and every apple will have the same light, same shape, and, uh, and you don't see the sense of an apple looking into the middle of the tree versus that one that's on the outside or yeah. one that's even you're looking through, not really seeing the apple, you're just seeing a little inference, the suggestion of it. And that, that's what part of that uh, understanding of form is that not everything is, is defined in, in, in such yeah. a way that it becomes window dressing. There's a lot of it that has to be suggestive and then you have more of the proper information that, that then carries, uh, helps to carry the suggestive information. Yeah, I just want to put it in, into, I don't know, if someone's like, well, I kind of understand what you're saying, but I'm like, a tree, I bet many of you can understand. That's, we're hoping that what Ken is saying uh, this way makes even deeper or, or more understanding. And so we live in the desert. Another, in yeah, another example would be, uh, and I think everybody has seen this or maybe struggled with it, painting a garden full of flowers. And what happens is people paint every flower with the same voice as the next one, as the as the last one they painted. Instead mm -hmm. of looking and finding which flower out of that whole garden really sings to you first, has the has the most voice, and maybe let that become your focal point. Part of this has to deal with with developing a focal point and keeping to that and having other elements in your composition support mm -hmm. that whole. Uh, idea of where the focal point is but uh, a lot of it just stems down to the fact that people love artists love to to paint the eye candy or the fun stuff yeah and they don't know when to stop and when to look get back take a fresh look at it and see how much do i really need yet in this yeah. do i continue to paint it the same way or do i start to look and compare <coughs> excuse me that at some of the things i painted earlier need to be yeah. bright colors or the more contrast and others need to be much more subordinate to it. So. Yeah, so that, that makes sense. And if you watch a movie to um, look at the cinematography, there's a reason why you're looking at a certain subject matter 
um, that it's not a mistake. It's funny because in the past, I haven't really looked at it when I was younger in my journey. But when you look at, um, we look a lot. I, I mean, I think most people look, watch movies and um, you look at those, that cinematography in there and these people are so good at, at telling the story. And, and when, you, when you really look at that because of what Ken was explaining here, is because of that foundational uh, knowledge of, of of all these things, although they're not painting, but in a way they are with the lens. So it, it is, and I, I use actually I use a, a movie set and the director of a movie set often when I'm comparing uh, how uh, we as artists developing a single image. We're still telling a story. We're showing. We're, we're maybe a, a, a trying to show mood and light effects and, and distance and aerial perspective. All these are the challenge in one uh, two-dimensional element where the videographer uh, or the director has movie, has things moving, has people saying things. That's a big help in telling the story, but even that person has to manage and make sure that, that the main character in the in the in, in whatever the shooting for for this particular uh, part in the movie, the main character is always the main character. You have a supporting actor, and then you have other people that become the fill people. Some of them don't say anything at all. Some of them just walk through the set, and they become part of the uh, uh, the storyline, if you will. Yeah. What one thing that really stands out is that if you develop your foundation first, and I've seen where uh, certain artists have a certain technique where it's a little bit more graphic, if you will, where they haven't applied uh, maybe, uh, I'm more of an edge painter, meaning I, I paint soft edges to hard edges, a variety of edges, but, but there are some uh, uh, ways and, and some techniques that artists paint much more solid shapes. Mm -hmm. And if you do a painting, without all the uh, extra frills and the decoration. If it's a solid painting with good sense of form and, and good sense of value and light and shadow, that image will stand out on its own. You won't need all the eye candy. You won't need all the finessing. And, and artists should try that sometime, try just painting in much more of a simple ter term, see how it looks, how it reads from a distance, you'll find that you don't need as much as these things that we, that we keep on adding to it. We feel we have to add a little bit more over here, a little bit more over there. And then all of a sudden we got the whole painting competing with, uh, with the, the main focus. Or the yeah. main. No, it's true. Yeah, I mean, we can go on and on. I mean, with this, there's, it's pretty deep, deep, uh, not deep stuff, but it's, uh, it's really uh, something really important for, for everyone to, to have basic understanding of these things that Ken was uh, talking about. And we might do other episodes for sure with Ken, Ken on this. Um, Thank you, Ken, for sharing your knowledge um, yeah. about this. Great to uh, be part of this uh, uh, presentation. So, right. And if you guys like this episode, make sure you check out um, some of the products that we have with Ken. Ken teaches an online course with us. Uh, we have three enrollments a year. We have one in November, March, and in July. So depending when you're listening, make sure you, if you're not on our email list uh, to opt in, go to uh, uh, our website and you'll see the, uh, the teaching, uh, Ken, Ken's course basically under mentoring. And he also has a digital download uh, video with us, which you get, uh, get to keep. So thanks again, and we'll, we'll see you next time.